0: learn more at marines.com hello and welcome to another episode of in that number another disappointing performance again to discuss as we slipped to a home defeat to Cardiff and found ourselves once again in the in the drop zone I'm your host Ray Hunt you can find me on Twitter at rayhunt 84. My co-host, Kevin Milverton, is at Moscow Mush. Follow us on at Number Podcast. You can also email the show in that number, gmail.com Give us any questions or any thoughts, and uh, we'll, we'll go through them. So now I'm going to bring in my co-host, uh, and we'll do our best <laughs> to discuss the latest collapse, the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. Aside from the from the Saints, Kev, how are you?
1: I'm perfectly fine, thank you very much. Yeah, Just uh, another ordinary week. Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> getting used to it. Yeah.
1: Um, How have you been?
0: Um, yeah, not not too bad. I've had a bit of a cold. Um okay. But I, yeah, I'm, I've got through the worst of it. Family is all inside today in bed still. Um, they're all not very well. I had a sickness bug. We went to the zoo yesterday and had to go home early because
1: uh-huh.
0: one of my girls was uh, was sick there. So yeah. Marwell. Yeah, yeah, she's she's good. It's just uh, the rest of the kids. Oh right, okay. <laughs> yeah, wow. Marwell, wow, Yeah, that was it. But yeah, other than that, not too bad. How about you?
1: Yeah, fine. Everyone's perfectly healthy here. Um Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, sorry. So uh, Norwich has uh, just scored. So I'm watching the East Anglian derby, and there's been a bit of a, a bit of a battle on the uh, sidelines. I don't know if you saw. But yeah, Paul Lambert just got sent off about half time and good game here. It's a good one. Yeah, they were. Norwich had just gone two nil up, so yeah.
1: Oh, well, they will be throwing turnips soon.
0: Yeah, excellent. Okay, should we um, we go with a bit of news this week? Have you got anything for me?
1: A couple of bits, but um, all right, I guess you must have uh, a couple of things uh, to talk about first. No,
0: I just want to have a quick update on on Danny Ings um, the hamstring yeah. issue. Um, so facing what two to three weeks on the sidelines. Um, it's going to be a problem with, with these stretcher games coming up, and I mean, it, you know, they're not getting any easier when you haven't got your, your, your talisman. It's, it's going to be problems, especially when you're down there in the relegation zone. So that's going to be critical at this stage. Um, but I heard also, I mean, I'm guessing everybody knows about this, but I want to talk about it anyway that the, um, the squad are heading to Tenerife for a bit yeah, of uh, warm weather okay. training. And Hassan Herzl apparently has compiled 20 minute videos for each of his players. Analyzing their good and their bad points from the last, you know, two months or so. But I have a feeling with recent results that it will be a uh, like one minute of good and 19 minutes of bad. But yeah, clearly, development of this squad is still a work in progress.
1: Yeah, I mean, I hope it doesn't turn out into sort of like a, a stag do, you know, for them. But uh, I'm sure so. Ralph's not going to let them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it's not going to be a holiday, no.
1: But yeah, aside from Ings the Strings and uh, the trip to Tenerife, anything else of interest? Uh, no,
0: then? not from me, if you've got anything else.
1: Well, um, yeah, I mean, obviously Ings is still out. Um, but uh, Opa Femi, I think he could be out for another week or two, but I think he's back going to be back in training quite soon. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as will Mario Lamina. So I'm hoping at least one of them um, will be in the squad for the, the Arsenal game. Uh, plus, uh, surprise that um, Armstrong was left out of the squad entirely and yeah, apparently um, he's picked up an injury
0: yeah, um, so injury,
1: yeah. yeah they're all hamstrung so yeah. yeah
0: I mean what would you say with the, with the way that um, the Midfield's been playing recently Armstrong hasn't been getting a look in the starting line-up anyway and with Lamina coming back I don't think it's going to be a massive problem with, uh, with um, Armstrong but the Danny Ings one and Obafemi probably on the bench but That's about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's difficult because you've got to sacrifice a a place in that uh, three-man midfield in order to get Armstrong in, and I don't know. Uh, It's not enough to have uh, Redmond and Armstrong in there, is it? No. uh, uh, As two up front. So, yeah, it's it's harsh. But, yeah, I I think we're going to miss him as well because we're kind of lacking options at the moment.
0: Yep, Yep. should have uh, brought in more players in the transfer window especially a goal
1: scorer Still this is definitely it. another talking point I think we are paying the price a little bit mm-hmm. just with our, our lack of options up top and uh, well I, I don't know are we missing Cedric? well possibly not now that Bertrand's back but um, I don't think so yeah, no. good um, yeah but that's about it. Um, the only other piece of news is that uh, Kingsley Latham the young goalkeeper he's scorer signed a one year contract yeah. extension yeah. Okay. It's good to keep him in the club.
0: Yeah. Cool. Okay. So we're going to go on to the, the the game yesterday, the Cardiff game. So we we lost. I don't know how we lost two one. Uh, goal from Sol Bamber on the sixty ninth minute. Equalised in the ninety first minute by Jack Stevens, and then the knife through the heart, Kenneth Zahora, ninety third minute, took all the points for Cardiff. They took six points from us this season. Um, yeah, devastating. Awful, awful. Um, starting 11. Okay, so McCarthy in goal, Valerie and Bertrand back in the starting 11. Nice to see him back. Kept with the same back three with Bednarick, Stevens and Vestergaard. Um, and then Hoyberg, Romeo and Warprouse also kept their place in midfield with Long and Redmond starting up top. Were you surprised with Stevens starting ahead of Yoshida?
1: Um, not really. I suppose. You know that Yoshida's at least going to be on the bench Um, whether it's a question of Yoshi's fitness coming back from the Asian Cup or whether he's showing uh, extra faith in Stevens by leaving him in the defence. Those are two questions I suppose that we won't really know the answer to uh, until next time but yeah I think it's probably a bit of both.
0: Yeah I say we had him there I'm guessing it was probably just he needs more time because we've seen Stevens in the last few games hasn't been great and in including this game also um, I think it's a matter of time possibly you know he's going to be in for the Arsenal game should be in for the Arsenal game I'd be very surprised if Stevens kept his place after this
1: yeah I think it would show a little bit of misjudgment I think um, seeing as she just had a brilliant time with the Japan squad uh, yeah it'd be strange to, to leave him out sure
0: um, we're going to talk about this game a little bit um, it was a quite a quite a boring game wasn't it by all accounts like even watching the highlights back it was <laughs> there wasn't a lot to watch there wasn't a lot going on I, from what I gathered, what I could see, it looked like Saints had a lot of possession but didn't threaten, there was nothing there um, Well, how did you see it especially the start
1: yeah I mean the start I mean, again the first couple of minutes always seem exciting and promising but yeah just, just fizzled out um, Fizzled out we, pretty quickly we
0: were,
1: as well, yeah Yeah I mean, we were controlling the game really well um, Lots yeah. of good possession uh, But, yeah, the Cardiff were just So good at defending against us And it made it really difficult In the final third um, We did put a bit of pressure on Towards the end of the first half But it just wasn't enough um, Yeah, they, they weren't going to let us score um, So I, I suppose I was right In, in my prediction that it was Going to be tight. You know, I didn't didn't see us getting a huge lot of goals, especially with with Ings out. Um, and over Femi yeah, I mean Long's our only kind of option as a, and he's not really a striker, is he? Um, I think yeah, not going with Austin there. I'm not, I'm, I'm not I'm not sure about that. What that was a question that I had before the match. Would he really choose Long or, or Austin to start? and he chose for long and Austin's the impact that but yeah didn't, didn't make a huge amount of impact but um, in, the, in the second half when he did come on I think that's when all our chances were there
0: so. I think also they changed the formation a lot in the second half to try and get the game, now I don't know if, um, if Warnock set his team up to try and get a draw and perhaps snatch a win but as you say they defended well, they, they kept their shape all the way um, and whatever their game plan was it seemed to work frustrated us and the thing I noticed as well that a lot of our midfield just couldn't get involved in the game like especially that three man midfield of Hoiberg uh, Romelu and Ward-Prowse it didn't have a lot to do as I say there was a lot of sideways passing but there was nothing there was no penetrating ball uh, maybe we lose a little bit of that with Redmond being up front uh, we haven't got that run I think so yeah so it's difficult because, yeah. you, you know, with Redmond's goal scoring at the moment, and I've, li- I mean, I've said before that I would like to see him play for the middle. Now he's doing that and he's playing some of the best football, but we are lacking something in midfield perhaps. But we haven't been on previous games. I just think this game there was a, there was a little bit that we couldn't, you know, like, especially Ward-Prowse. You know, his influence wasn't there this game, which was the first time in a long time. Just no one was getting involved enough. And I don't think our defensive, our back three, played played very well.
1: Yeah, they, they weren't amazing. I'm not I'm not really gonna single out Stevens um, as by far worse than the rest of them. But um No,
0: not not yeah. not not before the mistake, but no, I agree with you, yeah. I think from what I what I seem like, every single player from one to eleven seems to be a little shade below their their average.
1: Just yeah everybody I think seemed that's
0: off fair. their pace. Just not you know, you can, you can make a case for every single player being a little bit below. Um, That was the difference, I guess. And uh, but then, if Danny Ings has been playing, would he have got the service?
1: I think so because that would have um, freed up uh, Redmond and um, I mean maybe Long. I don't know. Long Long, probably would have been playing. Yeah, that's right. but I mean, even with Redmond, um, yeah, he can make make those runs and um, serve those balls in, and um, yeah, give the service rather than being expected to. Both give and accept it I mean there there were a few times where, you know, they make it run forwards. Um Redmond or Hoiberg was moving forward quite a lot to be fair. Um and yeah, there just, just just wasn't enough people in the in the box to to actually have a decent shot.
0: No. Um do you Redmond's instructions, would you, do you think Hasenhurt will set him up to play alongside the striker? Or do you think he's given the freedom and just say, look, sit back behind him, go up when you need to, and then just play off the wings and, and you know, give some support to the midfield? Where where do you think he's been playing? Because every formation that I see, it looks like he's stuck up front. But I would not be surprised if he has given him that free reign.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's sort of on the team sheet as a striker. But, um, yeah, I don't don't think that's really the role that he's, that he's playing when he is the, no. on, on his own or, yeah. Part of a two or even a three. I mean, yeah, he, he does have the freedom um, of yeah playing down the th- through the middle or or down the wings, uh, however he sees fit. But yeah, it, it, if you've got if, like like it was yesterday, if it was just Redmond and Long, he doesn't have that freedom, and I don't think it works well for him.
0: No. Um, okay, so I want to talk about the goal, um, the first goal from Cardiff. Surprise, surprise, Kev, It's from a corner. Now, yeah, I've can't been saying just... <laughs> this all season about the zonal marking, and and it, Sol Bamba just you know, it just got round the back stick, and I think it was Ramey who left him. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, yeah he just I, I misses just, his man.
0: I just don't know what they're playing at. It's just it's pathetic. I see it every single every single time the ball comes into the box, especially from set pieces. Something like this happens. I'm not saying we can see the goal every single time, but you 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 know they're vulnerable to it. Uh, I, I just, I'm sick. I'm, I'm sick. I'm done with these zonal markings. Just one man, take a man. It's it's simple. It was always goal side of your your attacker. Just stay there, keep him away from the goal, and that's that's the mm-hmm. way. I, I mean, it might be old fashioned, sure, but that's the way I I would do it. When it works. Well Yeah, it does work. Especially if you've got the height as well. When well, yeah, got, that's the, this is the thing. You got, got Vestergaard, and your your sheet is six foot three. Um, you've got the height there. Just go man for man for me. It's it's I'm sick of it.
1: Yeah, I mean well, when it's when it's coming in, um, yeah, Heuberg and Vestergaard, neither of them can get ahead to it. They should be heading it out.
0: Yeah, it's because it's they're ridiculous. because they're marking a line rather than a player. They are just going for a zone, and it's but and, you know we all know that Vestergaard's not the quickest. He can't react to uh, to situations like that. But no, I'm not saying he was to blame for this. I think Romeo just let him go and, yeah. and so Bamba at the back stick just you know an easy tap in just
1: Stephen's positioning was was awful mm-hmm. for that goal and um, yeah they ended up obscuring Maca's vision and he doesn't get to and it's not the uh, I don't know yeah it's, it's not the, the, the toughest of um, of goals for him to try and stop but um, you yeah, know if, if he can't see where the ball's going there's nothing he can yeah. do
0: I thought that was going to be it then I thought yeah you You know, you said last week that it was going to be a tight game. I Mm. predicted a 2-0, but... um, Let that goal in, and I thought that's going to be it. It's going to be 1-0. Saints are going to have to do something to change the run. They need to get, you know, get back into this game. as a must. So, you know, Hasenhutl looked at it. He changed it up. He brought Austin on for long, because long was just not good enough. Um, Elianousi came on for Vestergaard as well. So... You know, attack mode.
1: Yeah, four at the back. Um, mm-hmm. We've got got the um, got the control of the wings again, and still wasn't really enough.
0: No, but then again, I think if we had started with the, I think no disrespect to Cardiff, if you're looking at teams that are in and around the relegation zone, uh, you know, on the same par as you are, you're at home. You're going to want. I wouldn't mind playing a four-four-two in that way. Yeah, instead, of, I instead of going a goal behind and then changing it up to, to a more attack mode. I think you have to go out and attack. Like I said, I've got no, no problem with the formation that they play, but it can be a little bit too defensive sometimes. And if you're struggling for goals and you're lacking creativity, you know, that may be not, not the way to go.
1: Yeah. I mean, but I, I suppose that, that there was a difference in the dynamic. We sort of, we woke up a bit. Yeah. And, I mean, the last 20 minutes, um, yeah, pretty much all of our chances must have come in those, those 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, Baller- I mean, the Valerie run was, amazing, Valerie
1: run, incredible, incredible. Yeah. yeah.
0: He had the shot, didn't he? And, I oh, no, sorry, Austin had the shot, you couldn't put it in, and then it went to Elion, and he got the shot blocked, and it was, I thought, yeah, yeah it's just gonna be one of them games, it's, it's not meant to be. Um, I was think it- then at that point as well, Sam Gallagher came on for Valerie as well, so, all-out attack.
1: Yeah, was it like four four two four four, wasn't something?
0: Yeah, three three nil Norwich, by the way. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I turned myself away from the East Anglian derby. Um, and anyway, ninety-first minute, um, it was pretty much a carbon copy of the Cardiff goal, right? It was Stevens, you know, a tap in from the back post from a corner. Mark, from a corner, very good corner as well, putting a right, you know, a dangerous position. We. You know, we talk about Ward Prowse with his deliveries and stuff, but that was a, a, you know, a testing corner to deal with, and it worked.
1: Yeah.
0: And you know yeah. what? At that point, I thought, out of all the late goals that we concede, I thought this is one for us. You know, we're finally going to get one and steal it. <laughs> huh.
1: Yeah, I mean, and Stevens as well. He's gone from from zero to hero again.
0: Yeah, briefly.
1: <laughs> Briefly, that's happened in the first Yeah, but within a couple of minutes, um, oh my god, yeah, yeah, just that 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 ball given away. Yeah. And, uh, did you see in the first half, like Hoiberg just um ha- he made a ghost pass right, right at the beginning, about fifteenth minute, um, to where he thought Redmond was, didn't see that it moved, <laughs> and just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. just sent it sent it to the halfway line. Ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, we have to address the the third and final goal, the, I mean, I don't want to watch it again, <laughs> it's just, we've created our own problems,
1: yeah, S- Stephens is balls to rules,
0: yeah, I mean, he's going to take the blame again, and rightly so, and I'm, you know, I'm tired of defending him now, it was just a fucking mess, it was, I just couldn't deal, as a whole, we couldn't deal with it, as soon as he gave the ball away, they were, I don't know, did they look too, I don't want to say uninterested, to get the ball back, but they were just like, Dropping back more, and like, right, okay, let's keep a line, don't make a tackle. You could see that Stevens was afraid to make a tackle in the box.
1: Yes, yes, after the handball and thing, I suppose, you know, once bitten, twice shy, but yeah, there, there were multiple opportunities we had to get rid of. But, um, a header away, um, it just, that was a, that was a poor, poor clearance. Yeah. Um, you know, Patterson then gets to it and. Yeah, um, Arthur managed to hold it for Zahor. Um, Stevens again, he can't get his foot through there to, to clear the ball. It doesn't, it's a fairly weak little stab, isn't it? Yeah, and just the right every, place. Everyone just collapses like a house of cards. Like, and it's not the most testing ball either.
0: No, just, just
1: just roll straight in.
0: Just the shit feeling, really, really awful. Um, and uh, you know, we had sixty-seven percent possession as well. And couldn't deal with it, couldn't do anything with it um, You know, and again yeah, It's proving that it doesn't, possession Doesn't really mean anything, anything in our game as well uh, Fourteen attempts to their six as well
1: Yeah, seven on target And still just, you know One goal to show for it,
0: it Just means we need a goal scorer You know, yeah. um, <laughs> did you address it Did you hear the Hoiberg interview After, after the game?
1: Yeah, yes uh, I mean, I'm not going down with this club uh.
0: Yeah Nice, but, you know, he said it's unacceptable. He's right. And he said, the thing that got me, it made me angry, actually. He said, but we have to take it in and learn from it. I'm sorry, mate, but they're not learning from it. It's the same mistakes every single week. Whenever they lose, it's the same mistakes. Not dealing with corners, set pieces, mm-hmm. giving away sloppy passes when they don't need to. They're not learning anything from it. So, yeah. yeah, this Tenerife trip needs to be needs to be done now.
1: Absolutely. On a lighter note, don't you think that Kenneth is a whore sounds like uh, your mum joke waiting to happen?
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I just thought I'd throw that in. <laughs>
0: Alright, you're straying from the point. Okay, very good. Um, I suppose I did it with the uh, Norwich school, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to say, yeah, we have issues at the back, obviously, um, and we had no. Danny Ings but if Danny Ings had been in the game do we win this game? Quite possibly. Mm.
1: Yeah, I think I think um, with the with the possession and um, if we could make something with the attacks and um, yeah, make those shots actually worse I'm sure yeah, Danny Danny would have yeah, okay. gotten the end of something sure. Um
0: really really difficult question for you. Probably the most difficult one of the season, but who was your man of the match?
1: I actually think this one's quite an easy one because oh, okay. Um, as I was watching the match for the first like hour or so, um, I thought all of the positive I'm contributions. Try to stay
0: awake, yeah. Um,
1: well, you know, I mean, I've got to, I've got to write something down, haven't I? I've got to take yeah. something from the match, and and Hoiberg um, looks like he was really in control of midfield, and, and I, I think I, I was thinking, well, we we kind of missed him while he was away. Um, we need that, I think a lot of that. Possession is, is down to him, you know, keeping the ball and, and um, not really losing. I, I think it's difficult to criticise him for much in this game. Okay. Um, apart from that ridiculous ghost pass in the first half. But yeah, other than I thought that actually wasn't a bad performance from him.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm going to go Redmond just simply because mm-hmm. he seemed to be our only threat. If we were going to score again, it was going to come from him Um, I just think he needs to be more clinical, but then again, he hasn't got that striker's mentality, Um, but I think, yeah, he he can turn a game for you, and I think he was the most threatening, so yeah, I'm going to give it to, um, to Nathan Redmond.
1: Having Bertram back, do you think that's a godsend for us, based on his performance yesterday?
0: Um, I don't think his performance was was brilliant yesterday, but then he played ninety minutes in in his return. So I don't want to read too much into that. Uh, you know, he gets a little bit of a, a free pass on that game. But overall, yes, I think it's going to be massive for us. Um, but like I said, I don't think everyone played well. Anyone played particularly well yesterday. I think he's going to be one of the most important players for us. You know, going forward, and he's he's got to be he got to be in the in the uh, starting eleven for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, OK, so that, you know, as I say, Card have taken six points from us this season. And when you're, you know, around those sort of, the, the relegation zone, both of you, that's, that, that could be massive. Um, so we're 18th back into the relegation zone on 24 points, you know. But we are seven points ahead of 19th-placed Fulham. Um, and, you know, we're level with Newcastle. And they're in 17th, so we're one off of Cardiff and we're one win away from Burnley, Brighton and Palace. So there is hope, but it's all pretty tight down there. So looking at it like that, it's it's very close.
1: Yeah, and our goal difference isn't awful, but I mean, just think a couple of weeks ago, you and me said that we've got three winnable games here and we want to be getting nine points out of this. If we had got nine points out of this, um, then we'd be on 31 points. And we'd be in 13th place and we'd be only in a couple Europa, of, uh, <laughs> well, we wouldn't be far off it, you know. Um, six, six, seven points off of the European places. So Yeah,
0: no, that was my fault. I said, yeah, you know, looking at these three games, I thought, yeah, I want nine points out of that. And we got two, so <laughs> awful. Um, So as we touched on at the top of the show, Saints are off the Tenerife um, as we're out of the FA Cup. You know, it's a big week preparing for the daunting task of Arsenal at the Emirates. It's a tough few weeks ahead, actually. got Fulham at home on the 27th, and then looking ahead into March, we go to Old Trafford, then we host Spurs. So, Arsenal, Fulham, Man United, and Spurs. It's really not looking good, and I'm starting to worry again.
1: Yeah, yesterday's performance was a bit like a Mark Hughes performance. So there are a lot of positives to take. Well, it's not a lot of positives, but a few positives to take from the match. And that. Uh, yeah, in the end, performance was a, bit, a little bit drab and dull and just wasn't good enough against the team that we, we should be beating. And just makes me think, are we back into that negative mindset or not? Has the, hasn't Google Bubble burst or not? I mean, know we've had an unbeaten January, but uh, if we put in another performance like that against any of those teams, we'll get beaten by all of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is why I'm worried. I know it's a cliche, but you know you take it one game at a time. Um, so let let's do that. And we'll look look to Arsenal on Sunday, the twenty fourth of February. It's a two o'clock kickoff or two oh five kickoff. Um, we'll do our show and react straight after the full time whistle, I'm guessing. Does that work with you? Yeah, that was fine. Yep, yeah. okay. Um, so let's talk Arsenal. So they're in what, sixth at present? Lebanon points of Chelsea on fifty. Unai Emery, new man behind the bench this year. Uh, <laughs> difficult one, but with the dominance of Man City and, and like Liverpool's charge this year, what do you think about Arsenal? Do you think how would you rank their progress?
1: Yeah, had a great I'm, start. This season, yeah, I guess it? what
0: I'm trying to say is, are they doing better than expected, or are they doing just about right, or could they be doing better?
1: I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're really, like you said, with um, Liverpool and Man City just dominating this season. I suppose are still sort of in there, um, uh, keeping up the rear guards in the time race. But if, 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 if both teams uh, manage to fail at some point, then Spurs suppose capitalise. But uh, that just leaves one Champions League place for uh, Man United, Chelsea and Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be honest, Arsenal um, don't look like favourites for that at the moment. United seem to be rejuvenated under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So um, it's just a question of um, which of Chelsea or Arsenal are going to fuck up the most. And they've both been looking rather poor in, in recent months, um, despite both having really good um, starts to the season. Arsenal were a little bit late to get into the rhythm of things. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been to a couple of months ago. They looked, they looked really good. they fine, yeah. Um, but they, yeah, they've been... On and off, haven't they? They got, yeah. they lost to West Ham, and um, obviously they yeah, lost to City. But um, yeah, I mean, the, even the games they won against Cardiff and Huddersfield, um, they weren't really convincing performances either. So I think, as much as they were in December, they are there for the taking.
0: Just not by us. <laughs>
1: but yeah, I'm just not sure that we're going to be the ones to do it.
0: Yeah, I don't think winning the title was going to be a realistic option for them anyway, looking at it. Um, but, no. you know, I think just competing with the likes of Chelsea, United and obviously Spurs um, is, was their goal. Maybe they'll have a push next year. Um, but they, I think he's done a pretty decent job, especially bringing in the players as well. I mean, you've got Lichtsteiner from Juventus, you've got Socrates from Dortmund, Lucas Torreira, um, Gwenduzi and then obviously you've got Obama Yang, who's scored 18 goals, I think, this season. Lacazette, another one, that's grabbing the goals. Ramsey playing well, possibly his last season for Arsenal. Uh, Mikatarian, as well. Whatever you think of Ozil, he's still a quality player. Um, so they've still got, you know, a massive amount of talent on that team. Monreal, yeah, and a lot of them are playing. Yeah. Um, and they, they play the same sort of formation as us as well. Well, they play with their wing-backs, um, and I like mm. that kid on the right, that Ainsley Maitland-Niles, I think Thank he's going to be really oh. good. Yeah, I, I watched the Arsenal-Man United FA Cup tie, and I thought he was brilliant in that game. But, yeah, um, as you say, you talked about it before, current front, they, they won yesterday over Huddersfield, and, yeah, you mentioned it about City losing, you know, they were fighting for the top spot at that point. They beat Cardiff, beat Chelsea, got dumped out of the FA Cup to Man United, um, I, yeah, I think they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Um, and I don't think they're going to have any trouble with us. The, on, the only thing, though, if we, I think we've got the fight. We're going to have to have the fight. We don't have the FA Cup. You know, we're still seething from the Cardiff disappointment. We've got a week to reflect and a week to rebuild on it. Um, Arsenal are out of the cup, yeah, but they've got two Europa League games to navigate before they play us. And they have to travel to Belarus on February the 14th to play Bate Burasov. And then they've got the home fixtures just three days before they play us again. So it's a shame they're not travelling out to Belarus on the 21st, but never mind. Um, I still don't think they're going to have any problems with us, especially with the way that we played yesterday. So I, with that, I'm going to say Arsenal take this game
1: 2-1. Oh, OK. Um, my my two options were 2-1 or 2-0, so that leaves me with 2-0. Oh, OK.
0: What, well, Saints,
1: yeah? my <laughs> 2-0 no, <two new> Arsenal. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry, but yeah, with Ings out and um, everyone else, I mean, I don't know. Unless Obafemi, um comes back and gets straight out of the blocks and um, looks like he's got that fight that he had, um, yeah, when when he was playing in December, then yeah, I don't, I don't see us getting anything from it.
0: No, it's a shame. Um, predictions, <laughs> another tough one for us because we both actually predicted a Saints win over Cardiff so the scores remain 41-35 in my favour it's yeah sorry (coughs) that's alright and fantasy football
1: yes okay. I just wanted a little uh, update on uh, last week's uh, fantasy fantasy remedy scores because yeah uh, game week hadn't hadn't finished at that point Um, so yeah I ended the game week on 101 points wow um, and I actually moved down the league at the same time. <laughs> 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 Somebody tell me how that's possible. <laughs> um, but our game week winner for last week was uh, Patrick Shea, uh, his Do the Hootel. Uh They got 124 points.
0: Jeez. Uh,
1: and uh, last week's loser? Was it me? Yeah, 33 points.
0: I did have Ings and uh, Bertrand last week. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you should, should do something about that. Oh, no,
0: no, be um, fine. Bertrand's back, so. Oh,
1: that's true. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I used my triple captain on, on, uh, Sergio Aguero. That paid off brilliant. However, this week, I have had an absolute fucking shocker.
0: Ah, uh, what'd you get?
1: So, um as things stand, uh, I'm on 14 points. How? <laughs> <laughs> um, half my plays I've played, but um, Rashford was my captain, and that's what i Was that, 100, was that
0: 138 in two weeks? It's kind of balanced it out, man. Uh uh be
1: 115, but um, yeah. Okay. yeah. So yeah, I'm not expecting any wonders at the moment. Uh, amazingly, though, I wasn't this week's loser. Oh, I'm not this week's loser at the moment.
0: Oh, no. Uh,
1: David Matney's Deportivo East Cows uh, i have got. One point at <laughs> the end of play yesterday, and he's ca-
0: currently
1: <laughs> he's, ca- he's currently um yeah. Although his team did feature um, Stuart Armstrong, uh, Peter Crouch, and um, a couple of other players. Um, at the moment, this week's leader is uh, um fifty-three p- points at the end of yesterday, and yeah, I'm imagining by the game by the time the game has being played today, I'll get a couple more.
0: All right. Well done, everyone. Um, is there anything else you want to add this week?
1: Um, I do. I do have a little chant for you that um, I, I uh, made up a, a week or two ago. If you want to hear it. Oh
0: yeah, go on then. Got time.
1: So it's a variation on uh, another chant that was uh, popular in the nineties. Um, here we go. Ward Browse. In the middle of the field, Ward Prowse, his set pieces are unreal. Ward Prowse, in the middle of the field, Ward Prowse, his set pieces are unreal. What do you reckon?
0: That's good. That's good. I like that. Very simple. I can work? Yeah. 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 Very simple. I could see that being sung as well. That's a good one. I like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Well done. So we'll be back on Sunday the 24th for the Arsenal game, all the reactions from that. Um, as usual, you can find us on Twitter, find us on, you can email us on in that number podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, if you have any thoughts, any questions or anything, just get in contact with us. And, uh, yeah, we'll do our best to, uh, to read them and answer. So, so yeah. Up the Saints. Up the Saints. Sports
1: Social Podcast Network.